Do you like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Oh, baby. Bone Sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. Bikini. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. 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 I think you took it far <laughs> enough. Yo, Krubies, welcome back to another Horror Movie Crew podcast. This is HMC 136. We're talking about the movie Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. I am Josh. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, y'all. Seth here. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Seth here. Dude, I tell you what. We just gave the Krubies, like, I don't know how long it was because I forgot to hit record on the audio at the beginning, but it was probably 10 minutes of very exotic. <laughs> erotic, you mean? That <laughs> Exotic <laughs> slash erotic. Yeah. I'm having a hard day today, okay, Seth? I've given up coffee. You need to eat. I'm hungry. Jess brought up Rice Krispie treats. Now I want chicken wings after that Sorry. conversation. Dude, I would be down for some chicken wings. They did bring back hot barbecue at B-Dubs. Ooh. Is that your flavor? I don't think I've ever tried that there. What's your flavor at B-Dubs? Um, I usually get just a classic medium or garlic parm. <laughs> Sounds what like, like a pizza size i want classic medium it's, it's i think it's called medium it's like just buffalo it's but me, like medium heat yeah me, you were just like very, I, you take it very seriously well, you what know, the fuck was i supposed to do i start <laughs> off with a nice crispy chicken wing and then i apply a little bit of classic medium, classic medium. i think it might just be medium it's okay. I like that you added classic to it. Or uh-huh. garlic parm. Mm. That one is good. I'm not a big fan of the garlic parm for some reason. No? Mm-mm. It's like a little bit of a soury taste, doesn't it? It's like a like an Italian type flavor. Maybe, yeah. You know I get the sweet barbecue. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> oh, know that. Sweet barbecue. Whatever the lowest. And then he sweats while he's eating it. <laughs> no, that was the shit you had. Did you eat my wing? I think I've tried one. Did you eat my wing? <laughs> Did you eat my wing? <laughs> it sounded like it was so fast. Very protective Did you of eat my his wing? wings. <laughs> what if I start talking like that? <laughs> we would lose every listener we have. Maybe. I hey, y'all, know. welcome back to HMC One Thirty Six. They'll be like, "That is not Josh." I think you'd lose Jess and I, I if you talk like that. I about lost her with the slimy chicken breast thing. You did. That was, I could see in your eyes. Your eyes just changed as we were talking. And I was going to make a reel about motorboating those. <laughs> That's all it'll be. It'll be no context. Just <laughs> this raw chicken breast. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. You'd get sick nasty. from that, right? You'd have to. For sure. If you swallowed anything, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I don't want to, dude. So The Haunting of Venice came out this weekend. Have you? Do you have any interest in seeing this movie? Yeah. I don't, I don't think it. I would go to the movies to see it. Mm. But yeah, I'll, I'll like watch it when it comes out. And you, sir? I want to see it. Have you seen the first two? Either mm-hmm. of you? You have? Yeah. No. No. You've seen the first one, The Murder on the Orient Express? Uh, Yes, I have seen that, actually. Yes. What's the second one? Death on the Nile. Death on the Nile. It was kind of long, but I liked it. That got released right to Netflix, didn't it? I think so, yeah. I tried to watch that, and I turned it's long, it off. Yeah. I was like, it's got a slow start. It. We had that. I did the same thing. 
it's, it says Gal Gadot in it, right? And they're like mm. at some weird party at the beginning, and they're like all dancing. It's like a and wedding, stuff. and then the, they all go on that like riverboat in the desert. I don't think I made it to the riverboat part. Oh yeah, once I get on the boat, it, it gets so good. Slow. But yeah, it takes a while to get there. Sorry, it's allergy season. <laughs> that was a first person view of my nostrils. Yeah, how was it? It's great. You're gonna leave here and never come back, are you? Today's yeah. been rough for you. It's it's this is it. I started off heavy. I'm sorry. I should have eased <laughs> into my it. last episode. Finale. <laughs> I should have dipped my toe in the pond instead of just cannonballing in with you today. I can tell. I walk right in to shut up. Was it the yell? Did I come off aggressive? It was a little aggressive. I thought I was, we were gonna fight. Can I just open up and be honest with you right now? Yes. I was jealous. You were jealous of my I was, flannel. I was because I was I was thinking on the way down the steps. I was like, I have to include Seth early in this episode so he doesn't glaze over and get upset. So I was like, I'm going to start with the weather today and how beautiful it is outside. And it's a very fall it really weather. Is, actually. <laughs> See, here we go. See how I roped him right in. But in in focusing on wanting to appease him, I left you in the cold, and I apologize. It's okay. So somehow that justifies him screaming at you. I don't. Yeah, it's sure. because I do things out of love. Once you explained that, I was like, okay. And That's you know, fine. based on the classic rock tune, "Love Hurts." Love hurts. Love hurts. Or he just has Tourette's and hasn't really come to terms with it yet. I, might, I sound like you today. I can't I just, stop humming. Yeah, it's I just bad. assumed that's what it was. So you walked in. I saw this flannel, and I was like, I should have wore a flannel. Yeah. But I woke up late because I slept in, which I don't do. Do you guys get mad when you sleep in? I hardly ever do, so... No. I do. I, like, wake up, and I'm like, it's after 8 o'clock, you piece of crap, garbage oh, no. human being. I would love it if I could. It doesn't happen very often. Mm-mm. Like, I just, I can't, because I either have the little one mm. or whatever else, but um, I don't think I have slept in past 8 in quite a while. Mm. I usually don't. Then it ruins my morning. I, I need to sleep. My body's like, you need to sleep. But then I'm like, I wake up and I'm angry. I'm like, look at all the things I could have done in that 47 minutes that I slept in the 8.47 today. Mm. But, but you don't do that very often at all, right? That's true. So just still, give yourself a break. I yeah, can't. It's, it's nice when it happens. Thing. Enjoy it's it. Not. See, I, my body feels better, but I'm mad. I'm like, look at all the crap you could have gotten done and you didn't. But that's okay. Anyway. It's only a couple hours. It wasn't even. It was 47 minutes. So you walked in in the flannel. I was a little jealous. I didn't have a flannel. I just wore this beautiful HMC Studios. HMC Horror Movie. Which one is this? What's it say? Horror Movie Crew Podcast. Horror Movie Crew Podcast sweatshirt, <laughs> which you can get on the uh, merch store right now if you wanted one to match this, or even the one the Seth's wearing there with the nice pumpkin on it, because it is Halloween every day at HMC Studios. We need a flannel, an HMC flannel. <gasps> I don't know how to get those made. Would it just be like a little patch? Patch on it, yeah. Or we could just sell patches and then, you know, there we go. people can put them on whatever they want. You eased <gasps> that right up for us. We went from having to make like Harley Davidson style flannels to we'll just sell you a patch. <laughs> you can do your a own patch flannel. with a little needle and thread with it. I it like would be that. pricey. I feel like if a patch, if they had a flannel oh. option. Yeah. Yes. It'd be yeah. cheaper to do our own. They, mm. I've seen like, I don't know if it's the brands, but they have like labeled flannels and they are expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's just a patch. You know they ironed it on. They probably didn't even sew it on like your grandma would do with your Girl Scout uniforms. Think about like your favorite piece of clothing Ooh. that's so comfortable. Yeah. And you want to change it up a little bit. Uh-huh. And you can get a patch. You yeah. should see if they have patches. I'm sure they have patches. Right on there. I don't think, yeah. I don't think Tee Public has patches, but I'm sure that there's we can get them made somewhere. I also want to get koozies too. So maybe I could get patches and koozies from another place. Yeah. yeah. We still need our mugs. Well, they have those on Public. You can get mugs. It's like three like nice matching mugs. They have travel mm-hmm. mugs, which I think I would rather get the travel mugs than the ceramic mugs. 
I still have that chicken walking around the farm in my head. I can't. I don't. This is gonna. <laughs> Jesus. This is gonna be all episode. I, every time I look at you, that's what I think of is that chicken. The chicken has your face too. Oh my, oh my god. god! I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> okay, so you are would like to see a haunting in Venice, but not at theaters. Correct. You are gonna see it in theaters. Yeah, I'd I like think to. I am gonna see. It. The problem is, I've been looking at my calendar. I don't know when I'm gonna be able to see it in theaters. The problem. Plus, we're getting into horror movie season, so like Saw mm. is going to be coming out. The new mm. Exorcist movie, Exorcist movie, you guys yeah, excited I for? Yes. See that. Yes. Do you guys remember watching the first Exorcist movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen it. And I've never I, seen it. I don't think so. If I did, it was a long time ago, and I've forgotten. I guess we haven't done it, have we? No, no we haven't. I've seen it a couple. We times. We don't do a I lot of too. Exorcist movie, exorcism mm-hmm. style movies. Like we did The Conjuring, which has an exorcism in it, but like I don't know. It's going to have to be a theme. Yeah. I don't think we've done any other ones. Mm-mm. I don't think so either. I mean, it's good. It's a 70s movie, but it's good. Mm-hmm. For the time, it's pretty yeah. creepy. That's not really any of our like things, mm-hmm. like possession movies. Not really. Like I, I like like the slasher stuff appeases to me. I, you like old stuff because you're old. Mm-hmm. And you like chickens that walk around the farm that are angry. We like Which, the paranorm. Yes. I was going to say, speaking of, I saw The Nun too. So did I. What did you think? I liked it a lot. We, we can't give too much no, away. No, because I haven't seen it. Better or worse than the first? I liked it a lot. I was, um, I'll say a little bit better. Well, the first one was pretty good. Um, I also liked it better than the first one. Yeah. Uh, it was fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. The only thing was like, and it could have just been the theater that we were in, but it was very dark. I don't know if it was just shot like that. Oh. Erica said the same thing about hers because her and her mom went to like a uh, opening night or like a what's that called an advanced screening of it and she said there were certain scenes that you couldn't like see things but in my theater which i don't know if did you have the one in huber no Wellington. Okay. okay my theater i didn't have any of those issues hmm. but she said exactly what you just said that it was shot so dark that they there were certain scenes you couldn't make out anything which mm-hmm. i think is a bad thing for the movie because it, it like there's so much going on in the background in the dark i think it does just depend what theater was it a digital theater or was it a still on film? Which I think most of them switched over. But I don't know if there's any was it film real grainy that. or was it pretty? Well, so it, it was, probably was it digital. Was clear. It was just dark. maybe their projector bulb was going. Could have been. This is like a smaller theater. Okay. So. See, so hers was older. She said it was smaller and older. Mm-hmm. Did you see it here in town? No, I went to. Oh. We we did the Cinemark thing, so we, if there's not one here, we have to drive. It's not that far, no. honestly. If For you, you, yeah. If you Google Map it from like right here, it's almost the same distance to drive across town or go to the other one. I like the UEC though. Yeah, it's pretty decent. It's nice. Yeah. The one, the other one needs an upgrade badly. Where's the other one? Huber. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one's getting pretty ratty. They brought back the refillable <laughs> popcorn buckets though. Oh snap! Oh yeah. So you did like it? You liked it better than the first one? I did. I was shocked though when I went to rate it on Letterboxd and it had an overall rating of two point four. Yeah, it's getting shit on pretty heavily. Mm. I think people I are over that. the uh, the Conjuring Insidious. Uh, oh, I love it. I know. Me too. I think they do really, they do really well on those. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. They make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like Insidious Five made a lot. I don't think it got rated very well. But and horror movies generally don't. But. but I mean, even on like Letterbox and stuff. But I think it's because of all these elevated horror movies and people's interests have switched to that style of horror movie. This really, when you think about it, like so when, did, when did The Conjuring come out? Jeez, 2008 maybe? Yeah, yeah so we're talking Six. like, what, 15, 16 years of these kind of movies. So like, we're old now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The young kids want the Jordan Peele movies. That's what it is. I mm-hmm. really think that's what it is. I like if you like the conjuring stuff, like the jump scares, the that kind of thing, like the, this movie's for you. I'd say they have more of a classic like 
Ooh. type of feel to like them. a classic medium yeah i feel like they're like quality movies though. yeah yeah they're shot like well the stories it. are really well done versus some of these other ones where the story's just like random yeah <laughs> that's true <clears throat> man this is gonna be a rough <clears throat> episode for me i also liked it i liked it more than the first one um i did like the first one a lot though. i know a lot of people did it is it? I haven't even watched the trailer. Is well, this related to the first one? Yeah, it's like okay. a mm-hmm. it's a, a sequel. Continuing? It's okay. a sequel of yeah. the first one. Which I mean, I don't even necessarily think I knew going into it because the preview doesn't really tell you that. Like Taisa uh-uh. Farmiga is in the preview, which she's in the first one. Oh, I did see the trailer in the theater. um, but it doesn't really tell you what the storyline mm-hmm. is about. But a lot of people's complaints with the first one is that you didn't see Valak very much. Mm-hmm. Like she's not in it a lot, which is mm-hmm. the nun. Yeah, um, that kind of keeps it creepier though. I agree, but in this one, they give you like her full, like you, like she's in a lot, and you see what like what she can do, which yeah. is I like. And then the, I like the storyline that they. I'm trying to give too much away for yeah. so I think I want you to see it, but um, the storyline is really good about how like what her motive is. Agreed. So okay, I'm right. excited for it. I'll stop. Mm-hmm. I like that. And then at the end, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> then at the very end, <laughs> what would you do? Dude? <laughs> there is a little like clip after. Is there? Over, so you have so, to wait. Okay. Yeah. And it's not like all the way at the end of the credits. Yeah, that's nice. So. Mid cred. Like, who are these people <laughs> that put, I don't know, it does like before it gets into like the scrolled credits. Oh, okay. You know how it does like the pop up credits? Yeah. Like, boom, Patrick Wilson. Boom, Tyson Foreman. Patrick Wilson's not in it, by the way. I don't want you to get I excited. I know your little pee pee is going to be boing. Damn. Yeah, I know. You're upset. It's okay. Old Patty Wilson. Old Patty Wagon Wilson. Uh, what else was I going to talk to you guys about before we jump into this? Another movie, another show. I don't, oh, my drinking. So I, oh. I went a whole year. <laughs> drinking. <laughs> it's funny that how we started this episode and then we finally got back to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah whole year. Uh, I had my first drink at the Rob Zombie concert on the way to it. Not that I drank and drove. I didn't drive. I drank before the concert. Mm-hmm. He just right. passed out right there on the spot. I did. No, I did. Honestly, it didn't. I had uh, so I had uh, 12, uh, like a, can, a bottle of Miller Lite before I got there. Then I had two. Did you get beer there? I had two. Two of the, the drafts. I had an Angry Orchard and a Bud Light. Ooh, Bud Light was all over the place there. Mm-hmm. They had a big painting on the lawn. I there's was it one, like $20 for a beer? No. It was 10 I think Not it terrible, was. terrible, I guess, for a concert. 12 I think mine was 11 I th- ten, Yeah. The cans like right were 10 then. If you got the cans, yeah. they were 10 If you got the draft, it was 11 which doesn't make any sense. Mm-mm. But it uh, doesn't matter. There's one place that had Miller Light, and I found it. Mm-hmm. I found it. And how'd you react? Fine. <laughs> it was, I had two there. Maybe I had three. No, I had two Miller Lite drafts and one can of Bush Light. And I was fine. Hmm. I didn't even really feel that uh, that tipsy or anything. So which was your favorite performance? Of the night? Well, the funny thing is, you know I was late because I was texting you because my yeah. dad drove, right? So we were cool. We didn't see Filter. We didn't see Ministry. Yeah. So here's what happens, okay? <clears throat> We get to the Rob Zombie concert and we get to the parking lot. We park and there's nobody in the parking lot. Like there's two guys out there trying to jump this old shitty car, which I don't even think they were there for the concert. I think they just rolled in there to get off of the highway. So we're in there and uh, we walk in and dad needed food, right? He's like, I need some food. Okay. So we get there and I had just been there a few months before for the Eric church concert. Mm-hmm. So when we got there. There were eight metal detectors set up for the Eric church concert. Mm-hmm. For this, there was one right yeah. in the center of the walkway. Oh, and I'm like, this is weird. And there was like nobody walking in. It was just us. You must have came in a different way because the way we came in, there was like four or five of them set up. Did you come in on the Coney Island side or the uh, casino side? The casino side. Okay. We were on the Coney Island side. 
which this is the same entrance we came in for the Eric Church concert. Okay. But so we, she's like, all right, everybody just walk through here. So we like walk through nothing. We give one guy the tickets that were on my phone and we walk in and like when we were there for Eric Church, even when bands were playing, this place was like nuts to butt, dude. Like people everywhere. And like, there was like hardly anybody walking around. My dad's like, are you sure we're at the right place? Says, are you sure it's tonight? <laughs> I'm like, this is, it was like a ghost town. Dude. It was eerie. Like you could like Eric Church concert. You had to like wait like probably 10 minutes to get a beer in line. And this, we walked right up, ordered beer, food, everything and had it in like mm. less than five minutes. Oh, I was yeah, like, we did too. holy cow. So we were on the far side of it. So honestly, it would have made more sense to have came in on the other side because that's where our seats were at. Yeah. Mm. But so we walk around. We ran to somebody we knew. That's the guy I talked to him taking his shirt off, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> did I tell you that? Long story. No. Short oh, story. You're on well, the text. I ran into somebody that we knew and he was already intoxicated. He must have been there since it opened. Oh, and uh, he was telling us he got a new tattoo on his chest. So I was like, well, let's see it. And he was like, okay. So he like, we're like holding all of his stuff from he like takes it off. And yeah, so anyway, because he asked if I saw any boobs, I think is what you said. And I said, yes, they were man boobs and they were so Oh, I do there. remember seeing yes. that text. We get to our seat finally. Mm-hmm. There's this uh, seat in between me and this other lady. I'm almost an elderly lady. She was older. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Next to me. And I sat down. I think she and I said like two things to each other. And then Alice Cooper came on. So that yeah. is how we like barely got there. My favorite performance, obviously, was Rob Zombie. But okay. yeah, that was a long ass way to get there. <laughs> but... That was my experience with it. Alice Cooper, I had no desire to see Alice Cooper, if I'm being honest. I didn't even know he was like still performing. 75, and he, yeah. did, he did really well. He did a great job. He did really well. Like, he reminded me of my grandpa with a wig on up there, though. But, like, <laughs> he was like an angry, like, a grandpa. He, was, like, he always, like, had something in his hand to point at people with. <laughs> he, that's definitely, that's his thing. Is it really? Yeah. See, I didn't know, because I looked, I looked at Dad, and I was like, what's with this? The, he had a crutch, a crutch at one point. He's, like, pointing people with a crutch. I'm like, what is yeah. this dude doing? <laughs> Maybe he didn't know. <laughs> he didn't. Dad was like, I don't, fuck, I don't know. I was like, what's with the crutch? He's like, I don't know. So then he like goes back and out with like a cane. And he's like pointing at people with the cane. He looked real, looked real angry. Like, right? <laughs> then he comes back out with a sword. He's got a fucking sword. Like, I'm like, oh my gosh. what's with the props? He had a lot of props. He did. But he did well. He sounded good. Good. I, I think it was him singing. He may have been singing to a lip, lip track. I don't know. I don't know. It seemed like it was him. But we were talking about how his uh, like lead guitarist kind of the stole girl? the show. The girl? Yeah. Oh, she totally stole the show. But I'm like, that's why they have her. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, they need that. So people are like, oh, yeah. Well, did you see the rest of them? Yeah. Like, they're all old men with no shirts on a saggy breast. Like, this no. is a heavy breast episode today, guys. Uh-huh. That's a lot of I'm sorry. But then you have her. So she could have, like, ideally, okay, out in public, she's out in just a field. Just her. Uh-huh. I don't know this. I'm not saying this. I'm saying this could happen. She could be a four, a four out of 10, right? But she's up there with those guys, immediate 10 out of 10. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, that's why she's there. Well, yeah, she's like half all of their ages. That. <laughs> and had muscle definition. And she had muscle definition. <laughs> and was good, apparently. And she shreds. She shreds, so, for sure. She was good. Know. She definitely stole the show. Yeah. I just love how he would like use his cane and be like, Rrr. he'd like tell people to come up, right? So he'd be like, he'd like point at like the bass player, like, Rrr. like tell him where to go and the bass player would come up and do something with the bass. And then he'd be like, Rrr. and then the bass player would like walk off. He'd like point at somebody else. It's it very weird, <laughs> dude. Strange. One of the strangest performances I've ever seen. 
Um, Maybe he's not quite all with it and didn't really know what was going on. I think on. that's just his that's thing. It. Yeah, Is that's that? him. He's supposed to be kind of just like, you know. Random. Like, I'm the king. Yeah. Kind of like, mm. yeah. Although he had this one song. I don't, the only song I even knew of his was, Is It School's Out for Summer? That one. That's the only Alice Cooper song I knew. Yeah, I don't know many. And um, there's this other song, dude. It was so funny. I I don't remember the lyrics now. I don't want to screw them up. But like, I looked over at my brother-in-law. We were just dying laughing. It was like something about like I I don't have a dad or I don't do this. Oh, that's like the ballad of something i can't remember but yeah that's like the worst one it was like a slower like a slow jam um right no 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 this was like uh he was like it was a faster song he's like oh. i don't have a girl because i don't have a car it was like <laughs> and he's God, like i awful. don't have a car because i don't have a job i don't have a job because i don't have a dad terrible it was so we were just like God. he's like i don't have a dad dad's got a wife but that bitch chick my mom <laughs> and i was like i'm getting a beer i'm like i'm done i gotta get a beer so that's when i went back out and got a beer. Rob Zombie, though, I know that I didn't even talk about Rob Zombie's performance, but excellent. First time I've ever seen him. The stage show's amazing. The light show is amazing. He did great. Doesn't stop moving. I was shocked though. he only played for an hour. Yeah. His was mm-hmm. his was the shortest performance of the night. I, it was weird, right? Yeah. So we got there like when Fil- Filter had like probably a, two songs left. Yeah. And I was like, I know this song. Who is this? I didn't even know who was opening. Mm. And then it was like, oh, it's Filter. Cause they've got like two songs, you know, right. That were, you like, know. Super, yeah. And then, um, yeah, we got up and got like some beers after like ministry finished. And- How were they? Cause I actually V told me they're terrible. Nah. Terrible. Yeah. Not, not great. Nah. They were okay. <laughs> Dude. Speaking of filter, <laughs> I was, dad was like, who's opening? I'm like filter and minute. He's like, Oh, filter is great. And I'm like, we're not going to see him cause we're going to be late. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> And I was like, how many filter songs do you know? And he was like, oh, a bunch of them. I'm like, okay. So I get on Amazon Music and I do like the top filter songs, right? So Mm -hmm. Hey Man, Nice Shot, of course, is the first one, right? That's the one everybody knows. Mm -hmm. It's a song about Kurt Cobain. So that one. Then there was one more he knew. And then like we played like four more. And he was like, turn the shit off. It's terrible. I was like, I told you you didn't know any of these guys' music, right? That's really funny. Maybe he was thinking of somebody else. No, he just thought he didn't think I was going to pull it up and call him. Uh He comes from an era where you don't do that to people. Uh, right like mm-hmm. now we do that to each other yeah you if can. you say something stupid i'm gonna like be like oh really fact and then, check it yes whereas back then he'd be like, filter is a great band and his buddies be like yeah they are it's yeah, not it's- like you could just pull out a filter cassette and be like <laughs> <laughs> it'd be an eight track <laughs> read it off the back well, do you know this song yeah. <laughs> well let me get to it and then you have to stick it in and fast yeah. forward through Hold the on. cassette hang like, on all this awkward like couple of minutes of fast forwarding by then oh, you're just like on. i don't care anymore like yeah, yeah filter is great i agree but the animatronics were awesome. The stage show behind him, like all the videography going on on like the 10 or 12 uh, uh, screens behind him mm-hmm. was awesome. It was, it was a good show. I would definitely go back. Yeah, that's cool. Um, he did have the first time I saw him. It was for the um, album for the UFO. Oh, yeah. Stuff. So he had a lot more um, like blow up type gotcha. things up there. Okay. But it was still it was still good. I did love when he played Lords of Salem that all the snow came out of from the front mm-hmm. of the stage. So they blew <laughs> snow out the front of the stage. I might have a video of that. It was cracking me up when um, the spaceship came up and he's like, more people should be talking about why cows are disappearing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he's dude. like, because that shit's important. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, dude, he had a good show. Funny. I was, I couldn't believe he only played for an hour though. Cause I saw it. I looked at setlist.fm, which shows you, if you ever go to a concert, by the way, you should always check yeah, it out. You know me. It tells you the set list. They played like the previous night. So you kind of see what songs they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked like he was only going to play for an hour, but I was like, that seems weird. But I think, uh, Eric and I were talking about this. I think maybe it was because they co-headlined kind of, mm-hmm. and maybe instead of him playing for two hours, they each played for an hour instead. Yeah. But that makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, I enjoyed it. I would go back. I probably wouldn't go uh, see Alice Cooper again. If I, actually, he's playing in Troy at Hobart Arena. If you want to go see him, I don't know. If, oh, I don't yeah. know if you're like an Alice Cooper fan or not. But uh, I mean, it's it's checked off the list now. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> maybe. It's done. There's always that. He is playing in Troy. If Seth, Seth, if you want to go, now pass. Okay, we could go and we can make fun of it. And see if we get beat up by old Alice Cooper fans. That's true. I was upset. That is the last thing I'll say about it. I go to get a T-shirt. Okay, because I have to get a T-shirt if I was there. So you paid fifty bucks. Yep. Oh, did you hear that burp? <laughs> That's gross. Would. You knew I would. Of course I will. It's money. You can't take it with you. Oh, I was like, no. It's a halter top. <laughs> no, it's the, I got the white one. I got the white one with him on the front, right? So, but Alice Cooper had better shirts than Rob Zombie did. Oh, really? Yeah. I kept seeing people with those like fluorescent green trucker hats that mm. were like Rob's on. And I was like, I bet Josh is going to get one of those. I did. I have too many hats. If I brought another hat into this house, Abby would divorce me. Mm. So I was like, no, I better not do that. But um, this one dude came out of this is kind of weird. He came out of the bathroom and he had this Rob Zombie shirt on. It was like a Frankenstein head and this mm-hmm. hopeless. Did you see that shirt there? I don't know if I did. I like skimmed it. Dude, it was, and I was so like, cool. Oh, it's 50 bucks for a t-shirt. Yeah, that's that. a lot. Well, they weren't selling it there. Cause the guy came, I was like, where, oh. I was like, did you get that here? And he was like, no, I got it at like his last concert. And I was like, mother. Mm. Yeah. It's never the freaking I, I wanted that. One. I would have paid a hundred dollars for that one. Can't you get it online? I didn't think about that, but probably <laughs> there was, um, there was people selling t-shirts like after the show. Yeah. Did you that see are, that? Like from previous. Well, they had the one out there with uh, Alice Cooper and Rob Zombie on it. And as you walk out, the guy's like 30 bucks for a shirt. And then we like walk, I don't know, five minute, more minutes out in the parking lot. And there's another guy out there, same shirt he's selling. He's like 20 bucks for a shirt. So then we get out to the back. It's good. We were late. So we were back in the back of the mm-hmm. lot, which actually got out faster than the front of the lot. Anyway, and then we got, he's like, 10 bucks for a shirt. <laughs> and dad's like, do you see a trend here? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> they're like, try and get them for more up at the front and we'll stand here at the back. I think that's what they them. were doing, but you figured that what are they going to do with them after the show ends? Right. Try to sell them on eBay. Yep. All right. Anyway, sorry. Our movie, this episode is Halloween fire. The revenge of Michael Myers. This concludes our, uh, Halloween October episodes, uh, for my theme, which was Michael Myers. Yes. A little disappointed we didn't round out this uh, this trilogy, though. Uh, Halloween 4, 5, and 6. We didn't get 6 in. But I know Seth hates Paul Rudd, so. I do hate him. <laughs> That's all right. I'm sure we'll do it. I'm trying to think, how many Halloween movies do we have left to do? Have we done all of them now, except for 6? I think so. Because we did the first two mm-hmm. together. We did the Rob Zombie ones together. Mm-hmm. Jess and I did Resurrection. You and I did H2O. Mm-hmm. We did four, five. We haven't done six. Did we do um, the new ones? Or, well, I guess Season of the Witch. I don't. Did we do full episodes on the new ones or did we just talked about? I think we did. I don't remember. 2018 yeah, kills sure. and it. I, Maybe I, we did. I think we did. I think that we, all we have left to do is six. And three. And three. <laughs> you notice I keep skipping that <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I'll do it if you guys want to do it. Have I mean, you seen it though? No. Why don't you watch it and then tell me if you want to do an episode on it? 
I think we just should. We've done okay. everything else. Okay, fine. It could just be the theme of the worst of Halloween. Yeah. Three and six. I think you one of, well, at least one of you is a 50-50 shot here that one of you are going to really like it and it's going to piss me off. Maybe that's why I don't want to do it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I think you're going to be one that likes it. I don't know. I think you will. Mm. 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 Well, it's an older movie, mm-hmm. which okay. you like. Um, I'm not as into the 80s movies as you are. <laughs> that's true. Um... <laughs> And it centralizes around them uh, killing kids, and you hate kids. So I can that see. That is true. See? Mm. <laughs> Am I crowding you? you like how I ask you 45 minutes in if I'm you're crowding fine. you? You're it's like, all good. You're like, you always crowd me, Josh. Always. Um, do you want to announce what next month's theme is? It's yours. It's spiders. Oh, dude. Spiders. Spiders. You love spider movies, or this is just like what you went with? This was kind of something that we had talked about a few times, mm. so I just went with it. Do you already have your first movie picked out? I do. I bet oh, you have yes, it. Yes, I just saw what it was. What is it? I was just talking to someone the about that classic the classic Arachnophobia. <laughs> You're very classic today. I am classic. It's a classic medium style movie. Classic medium. Dude, I like it. I don't like spiders at all. I don't either. You'll love this movie. They creep me out. I can't really think of a, a spy arachnophobia. Yes, but the only one I can really think of other than this is that one with David Arquette, Eight Legged Freaks. Eight Legged Freaks. Yeah. Eight Legged Freaks. I have not decided yet on what the second one's going to be. Okay. So I'll I have it by the next time we record. I'm leaving it up to you. I'm not going to bully you into picking anything. It's I just do be that. something good. Like you bullied Seth into picking Hitchcock month. I did. I bullied She did. She was a bitch. You held a gun to his head. I did. You were like, you're going to pick it and you're going to like it. <laughs> hmm. All right. Anyway. Again, our movie this episode, Halloween Fire Revenge, Michael Myers. Um, we did this for a projector night, didn't we? Mm-hmm. I know I've seen this. You yeah. hate Tina, right? Yes. Okay. I want, thought that was the case, but I screwed up last episode and I said you hated Rachel, but it's not Rachel. It's, it's Tina. Tina. She's just I'm not. She's just annoying in this. I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts when we get to it about um, the whole shift of the whole Tina. Um, Daniel Harris, what's her character's name? I already forgot. Jamie. Jamie Lloyd. Uh, they're like relationship. It's weird to me. That's a little odd. Okay. Well, let, we'll get we'll get to it. But I, I don't let me forget that, please. Do you guys remember the first time you watched this movie? That was with you. Yeah, that was that was the first. Movie. Really? Mm-hmm. But I remember. Interesting. Yeah. This was always one that, like, whenever me and my friends got together, we would like play video games and put on horror movies and hang out and, and do stuff. And this was one that would like you would always because you'd watch obviously Halloween. And then right. Halloween 2. And then yeah. we'd skip 3 because it's stupid. And then we would get to Halloween 4. And then this one by the end of the night was just on and nobody watched. Yeah. But I do think Michael is better in this than he is in 4. He is. Okay. Yeah. Glad but overall, I think 4 was better. I agree. I agree. Which you'll see in the in the ratings. But So our character is Jamie Lloyd played by Daniel Harris. Are you guys surprised? Because even though these movies in my... like. This movie's not great. I think her acting in this for being a kid. Oh, she's fine. Is is good. I'm surprised she didn't get more like work after these movies. Or maybe she did, and I just don't know of the work, but it doesn't or seem like she just like didn't it. want to, maybe. I don't know. I mean, she's still doing it now and in mm-hmm. horror movies now, so you'd think that she would have I don't know. Well, sometimes when you go through like the teenage phase, maybe she wasn't mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. Wasn't feeling it <laughs> yeah. as much. Do you know that she lost her virginity to the uh guy from Hocus Pocus? No. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with us. Isn't that weird? To which guy? The main guy in Hocus Pocus, the oh. br- the brother that plays the the okay. weird drum scene at the beginning. He's like, I'm not listening to you, but I'm playing the drums. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Danny's the girl. I always want to call him Danny, but Danny's the sister. I That's forget. Weird his name. that she told people about that. It's on her podcast. Do you listen to her podcast? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. 
It's a very sexually driven podcast. Mm. Scout is wild, dude. Her, it's her and Scout Taylor Compton from Rob Zombie's Halloween. The real Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. The best ever Laurie Strode. Her. Okay. The greatest of all time, Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. Scout tip. Okay. Um, Rachel Carruthers, played by Ellie Cornell. Who, she, is she in anything else? She has a familiar like 80s That's looking what look I thought. to her, but may, probably, maybe not a movie that we know, but... Or Samantha. she just has that 80s look. Samantha, played by Tamara Glenn. Yeah. Loomis, Donald Presence. He brings it back, full circle. Crazy ass Dr. Loomis, dude. You like how he wears gloves the whole movie? I thought that was kind of weird. He's mm-hmm. always like, let me get you with my yeah. gloves. Yeah. Always, even indoors with a coat. That's because he does that on. reveal of his hand in the police station. You think that they, they led up to that? That's probably. What so we didn't see it before that. Yeah. Uh, Michael Myers, again, played by Mr. George P. Wilbur. I think I messed up on that. Tina's not even on I here. I think it's a different guy. Oh, it is? You screwed up? Yeah. It is there. a different guy. You could just let me look stupid. It would have been fine. I don't want that. I naturally look stupid, Jess. It's uh, Don Shanks. Don Shanks. You know what? Don when you Shanks. said that, I mean, um, it's okay. They couldn't use George again after that last one. After that performance, <laughs> they're like, they're like, bro. Sorry. They're like, Georgie, listen. Listen, <laughs> George. Uh, I hate Georgie. Where's <laughs> Tina? Oh, I didn't know Tina ass either. Tina's not on here. She doesn't Even deserve to be her. listed. Director so. Dominique Otherin Gerard. Also did After Darkness, 1985, The Omen 4, The Awakening, The Crusade. I didn't realize there was that many Omen movies. I didn't either. I, I don't, I've I don't definitely I've not seen, seen, seen that. I'm not even sure I've seen the first one. I've seen the remake of the first one. Which Didn't that didn't have the Save the Last Dance, Julia Stiles in it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe? No, I think it did. Julia <laughs> Stiles. Save the Last Dance. That's all I can think of when I see her. <laughs> her and that other guy, the guy from it. Um, mm. What's his name? He's in Halloween Resurrection. Is it Patrick something? Yeah. Don't know. I always think of the prince and me when I think of her. The prince and me? Oh. Or the and prince me. and me? Oh. I think of 10 things I hate about you. And that, yeah. Same. Same. Well, it's after Save game. the Last Dance. It's just that stupid chair scene in Save the Last Dance where she's mm. like leaning in and she's like, Ugh. wonder what happened to old Styles. She oh. was she was just in um, <laughs> The she, Nun 2. Is she the in The Nun 2. You what? idiot. The Orphan. <laughs> like, no. The Orphan. Oh, oh she okay. was. I did see that. She was in... Um, Couple seasons of Dexter. Was she mm-hmm. <laughs> the old style? <laughs> Toward the end of it, yeah. Really, like maybe season four or five. Yeah, I forgot about that. Maybe I didn't. We should do a it. Julia Styles month. <laughs> I mean, we could do the Orphan. I'm trying to think of another horror movie she's in. <laughs> Styles. <laughs> I don't think that would be a big, uh, big hit for us. Budget five point five million dollars. Box office was eleven point six million dollars. Jess, would you like to read the synopsis? One year after the events of Halloween Four, the return of Michael Myers, the Shape returns to Haddonfield once again in an attempt to kill his now mute niece. Bum bum bum. I love how five movies into this, which realistically it's only four because three doesn't count. Um we finally get to see the little tattoo on his wrist. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's been decades of Michael Myers movies, and all of a sudden he has this tattoo no one's ever seen. And mm-hmm. they make it a point to zoom right in on it. Mm-hmm. They do. Right. 
So little weird things going on here. Opening scene on October 31st, 1988, Michael Myers shot and falls down a salt mine shaft. This was basically the end of Halloween 4 for all of you that decided not to watch Halloween 4, but you thought, hey, I'll just skip ahead in HMC podcast episodes and I'll jump right to HMC 136. Maybe you guys should go back to HMC 135 and listen to us talk about Halloween 4. And then you would know that in 1988, Michael Myers is shot and falls down a mine salt shaft. Sheriff Ben Meeker, the lynch mob and Haddonfield's truckers and state police toss dynamite to finish him off. Escaping into a nearby creek before the dynamite explodes, Michael stumbles upon an elderly hermit who nurses him back to health and after he falls into a coma. One year later, on October 30th, 1989, Michael awakens, stabs the hermit to death with his knife, and returns to Haddonfield to find his niece, Jamie Lloyd, again, who narrowly avoided being killed by him the year before. Okay, so you're telling me they go through all these lengths to kill this guy. They're throwing dynamite down this mine shaft. Nobody thinks, like, hey, maybe we should like see where this mine shaft comes out at, which happens to just come out into a crick. Yeah, it seemed a little far-fetched. And he, I love how he gets in the creek and he's like in there and he's just like floating. They made it too comical. Like it was too goofy. The, it, it was, was weird. very yeah. funny the whole way through. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, he's not just floating down a river. Which no. is another <laughs> question I have. This movie, like even to the, some of the score, like do you think they were going for like a horror comedy vibe with this? I hate that clown music with the cops. Yes. It is so stupid and out of place. I fucking hate it. It's weird. Yeah, it makes no sense. And they make the cops obnoxiously dumb in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like in the other movies, they don't... Like, the cops are dumb, but you gather that yourself. Mm-hmm. Somewhere dumb. in the fun facts, and I have it, that's supposed to be a throwback to Last House on the Left or something. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if the cops are goofy in that. That movie's so know. violent, I can't imagine that. I, it's I weird, don't know, though. But it really bothered me. I agree. I hate, That's my least favorite part <laughs> of this movie. That and that the house that. wasn't the original one. Oh, it isn't, is no, it? No, it's like this huge Victorian house. That's that pissed me off, too. <laughs> he was mad. He was like, to hell with these off. houses. So, yes, I agree. But, like, the thing is, like, he gets and, like, he just, like, f- floats down the river. You'll float, the creek. too. <laughs> we all float down here. Yeah. It was just weird. And then he meets this whole hermit guy, right? This homeless like, person. Does he, lives he like, in live cave. in a fucking tree? Like, what is he living in? <laughs> I don't know. Like, what is going on here? And then so weird. he immediately attacks him, but then, like, falls over and has a coma. Like, if you were this guy, would you have, like, nursed this guy back to health? No. Also, is he feeding him for a year? Like, is he, like, like yeah, I think so. baby, baby like- birding Michael? Like, <laughs> baby bird. Like spitting food <laughs> into his mouth, like so. Originally, and I don't know if I put this in the fun facts. <clears throat> that character was supposed to be a younger person who's obsessed with like the cult. Oh, and that's why he took care of him. But they, for some reason, didn't go that. That would have made huh. a lot more sense. Yeah. To me. yeah, instead of old tree hermit, old old Wilbur. <laughs> it looked like a tree to me. Like it was like a big stump or something. I don't know yeah. what he was living in, but it's like okay, did he like bathe him for a year like obviously he's, he has to be eating food so he has to be having bowel movements and stuff mm-hmm. right like this I doesn't make so. any sense to me maybe he was sleeping with him maybe he was oh god yeah then he wakes up a that year later a turn. <laughs> immediately kills this guy with his rusty old knife mm-hmm. from a year ago that probably still isn't sharp he couldn't no. do that right but it is michael so um could have given him tetanus <laughs> I just think it's funny that this person, Michael, is such a menace to this town that they didn't even think to go and look and see. Because they clearly didn't find his body. Right. Right. Unless they said that, oh, you know what I bet happened? Remember in 4 where they they shoot the kid in the trees? Oh, yeah. They never say anything about it. I bet they use his body. They're like, we'll just use this old old body here and we'll say 
we killed Michael Myers. That's probably it. And then he comes back mm-hmm. with a vengeance mm-hmm. after he rapes the old man in the tree. Oh my god! So what is that? Is it like a like a sewer? What that he's know. living in? I don't know. It's weird, sure. right? It was too dark to really tell. I think it's probably some kind of sh- like lean to cabin floating in the water. God, I was like laughing at that. I'm like, this is ridiculous. It's weird, right? Like, just stand up and walk. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? It was really goofy. It was odd. It was odd. I actually would have liked the the cult angle more if the guy from yeah. the cult had found him, especially where this movie goes mm-hmm. toward the end of this, right? Like, we'll have to see just, when we get to it. I don't think it said why, but it makes more maybe sense. If I even put it in there, but we'll maybe see. you did. Maybe you didn't. Scene two: Jamie has been admitted to the Haddonfield Children's Clinic after having attacked her foster mother at the end of Halloween four. Jamie has been rendered mute due to psychological trauma, suffering from nightmares and seizures, and exhibits signs of telepathic link with her uncle. Dr. Sam Loomis becomes aware of Jamie's uh, psychic link to Michael and tries to convince Meeker that Michael is still alive. Meanwhile, Michael stabs Jamie's foster sister, Rachel, to death and begins talking her friend, Tina. Michael kills Tina's boyfriend, Mike, then poses as him wearing a mask that Tina had given him earlier in the movie. Okay, so Jamie at the end of Halloween 4 stabs her mother. We see it. She, they have this great scene where it's Jamie dressed in the clown suit, very similar to what Michael had worn at the beginning of the first Halloween movie. Now she's just admitted to this children's home. Yeah, they like totally don't even talk about it. At all. No, it's just like it never happened. It's weird. Yeah. Like she has like a flashback of herself doing it, but I think that's so the people that maybe didn't see Halloween 4 knew that it happened. Yeah. But like, it, where are her parents at? At the cabin. Is that what they say? Yeah, because that's where Rachel was supposed to be going to meet them. Okay. For vacation or something. So I knew Rachel was going away for the trip. So has, has her mm-hmm. parents just like disowned this girl? They're just like, nah, we're good. We, we got a know. lemon. It's open-ended. Yeah. I feel like they leave a lot out mm-hmm. of this. It's weird. They really wanted to focus on this Tina-Jamie story, which again, yeah. I don't understand the relationship because it would have made more sense to me if it had been Rachel and Jamie. Like yeah, Rachel like was going to this party, and Rachel was... Especially since Tina wasn't in the first one. I think the only time we see her is that car scene where they go to get the mask at the beginning, and there's that girl. Because remember I asked you, I oh. said, is that supposed to be Tina? Because they are dressed the oh. same. Maybe it look is. Very, it's a different actor. Mm-hmm. But I think that is who that's supposed to be. Maybe. But nonetheless, like it would have made more sense had this been Rachel. Yeah. And I don't understand why they went. I thought maybe it would be in the fun facts. Not that I saw. Mm -mm. Why not have him kill Tina at the house? Like they live together, kill Tina. And then Rachel is the one doing these things. I don't know. Unless there was something for the next movie they were trying to set up that never happened. It could be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I just thought that it was very weird. Honestly, until I watched it for this, I never even thought about it. Because again, this is one I just throw on and don't really pay much attention to just because. Yeah. But I was like, that is weird that they chose to go that route. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on this children's clinic? It kind of looks like an old house that they just threw beds in and said yeah. this is a children's home. Basically, sketch. sketchy for sure. <laughs> it it's, was like, sketch. it's like no lighting, or it's just like the second one. There's like nobody ever in there. Uh-huh. Somehow Jamie always gets out of her room. Or, it's like a shitty urgent care. Yeah, dude, it was like if if if, if yeah. you lived in a town that like the urgent care was in somebody's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was weird, right? It was, it was very, very ghetto. I think they just threw this movie together to put a movie out. I think, I think so. they did. Like, hey, because I think the first one did well, right? It, it had it made money, so they're like, we got to get another one of these out quickly. Yeah, and I mean, the ratings dropped quite a bit for this one as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, then, like, so, and the other thing with this is the teenagers and, like, most of the characters in this movie are extremely unlikable. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, the boyfriend's annoying. The Spitz or the one that's mean. The mean, the one that had the car. Yeah, he was like a dick. Mikey. And, uh, Mikey. Yeah, he was Which, just annoying. But then, like the other, even that stuff was like seemed very like comically driven mm-hmm. to me. Like with the car, like when Michael uh, attacks that guy in the garage and he scrapes his car with the rake. Mm-hmm. The other thing I have questions about is like, why is Michael after any of these people other than Jamie? Just to get to Jamie, I guess. Is that what it is? Because I feel like in the other movies, it's kind of calculated who. Well, yeah, he kills the guy and then uses his car to pick up Tina, possibly and, to get into the ghetto urgent care. Okay. Maybe. Possibly. That was the plan, I guess. But they end up at that farm, which I thought was, just, like, why is Michael here? But okay. All right. That's fair. Um, I'm just. I think this was a point in time when movies were just generally cheesy. Yeah. That too. Yeah, I think you're right. This was what, like 89, 88. Yeah. I don't think it's as plot driven. It was just, hey, we're going to throw Michael in this movie. We're going to throw in Jamie Lloyd, who's supposed to be his Mm -hmm. niece. We're just going to have him kill a bunch of people. We'll show some boobs. And because our audience was probably like teenagers at the time. So they're like, oh, just have some kills and, you know, a very loose plot. Very but, loose. But this is also where I have this movie takes a weird turn with the goofy music. Like, again, I, oh shit, I'll drop that all over you. I'm not spitting on you this episode. I'm pouring drinks on you. Oh, I feel like they, they were going for like a comedic aspect in certain parts of this movie, though. For sure. Yeah. But that, those cops really took it like, it was <laughs> just so out of place. Yeah. It was like stupid. And they even joke about how they're not good at their job. Yeah. But I was like, is that clown music? <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. It was definitely weird. All right, scene three. Later that night, Tina and her friend Sam and Spitz go to a Halloween party at a farm. Sensing that Tina is in danger, Jamie, having partially regained her ability to speak, goes to warn her. While Sam and Spitz are having sex in the barn, Michael impales Spitz with a pitchfork and decapitates Sam with a scythe. How do you say that? A Sith? A Sith? A scythe. Remember oh. that time you just pulled scythe out of nowhere? Yeah. You were like, my favorite weapon's a scythe. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Tina finds the bodies and goes to warn nearby police deputies, but finds that Michael has already killed them. Tina flees, but Jamie and her friend Billy Hill, a fellow patient from the clinic, arrive. Michael begins chasing Jamie in a car, but crashes into a tree. Michael exits the car, and Tina sacrifices herself to allow Jamie and Billy time to escape. Loomis arrives, and Jamie finally agrees to help him stop Michael for good. Dude, I found Spitz completely unbearable in this movie. He's awful. And like, how many times are they going to prank each other in the barn? There was a lot of pranking going <laughs> really? on. Really? There was a lot <laughs> going on. But they wanted you to understand that it could be Michael. Maybe it's not Michael. Because oh I told you I was watching this with my mom, and she got like really into it and kept asking me all these questions. But in the barn thing, she's like, how many rooms does this damn barn have? I was like, I don't know. Is this her first time watching it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What'd she think of it? She enjoyed it. And then she was asking me all these questions about like, the first one and who is who and all this stuff. You didn't take her back and let her watch the first one and then this I didn't one? have time, but maybe not. Uh, we'll have to watch it. But Interesting. What did she say about this movie? She liked it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is a product of his time. Maybe like that Probably, is just what... Yeah. So I was trying to explain like how they were related and this and that. And just like, so this is Michael's original house. I'm like, yes, but not really because it's not the same <laughs> one. So, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Does she like scary movies? Mm-hmm. Interesting. She's not real big into gory stuff, though. Yeah. Well, th- I don't think this is overly gory, was no, it? No, this wasn't. But yeah, Spitz is annoying as fuck. Michael's kind of a perv in this movie. Dude. Mm-hmm. He's like watching uh, Rachel take a shower at the beginning, and then he is like watching these two in the barn. I'm like, mm, Michael might be a little bit. Yeah. I think he's always a little pervy because mm-hmm. he's always creeping. That's true. He'd be creeping. Well, I mean, he is Michael. 
He's my yeah, and that's gonna, <laughs> Hey, it's Mikey. It's gonna scar. <laughs> it's me, Mikey. What's her name? Samantha. Sam. Sam. That's gonna scar her for life if that's how she lost her virginity. <laughs> then, <laughs> well, she's dead. Yeah. She, oh, that's true. She, she just died later. Scythe, right? Scythe. Yeah. She's running around naked. <laughs> that's true. They had to have it in there. Yeah, the barn scene with the cats. They were falling around the little kittens at the barn. It was like, eh. I feel like they were just putting people in situations to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no like plot driven. To me, that was the best part of the movie was the kills in mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. They're definitely better than four. I think Michael yeah. Myers in this movie is better than four. I think four is a better movie, but I think Michael is better yeah. in this. It's a little, it's more gruesome and and the kills and and whatnot, which is more uh, across the theme for yeah. like the first and the second, and then like the newer ones. Yeah, this movie feels more like a Friday the Thirteenth movie than a Halloween movie to me. Yes, know? which I also I watched that this weekend. Yeah, the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like but like even like the later ones, like where it's just J- they they bring Jason somewhere so he can kill a bunch mm-hmm. of people. That's what this movie Basically. feels like to me. Which don't get me wrong, I don't I don't dislike that. It's yeah. just that's what it's Friday such a the weird 13th. party too. Mm-hmm. Like, why is that old lady standing in the house? And then, the, then everyone just leaves lies. all of a sudden. They're like, okay, bye. Well, they're supposed scoring. to be like high school kids, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if that was like they were having the party with their grandparents or something. And she's like, yeah, just, I agree. It was weird. It was odd. I was just a little confused. <laughs> You're going to drink. Drink yeah. in the house. Drink at the tower farm. <laughs> drink in the barn. <laughs> uh, but that was one note I had. Is that this like Halloween 4 feels like a Halloween movie. It's like mm-hmm. slow pace. It's dark. He's creeping in the shadows. Whereas this it just felt like an 80s slasher. It did. It mm-hmm. felt very much like a Friday the 13th. Hey, let's put a bunch of kids in a situation where yeah. they can be killed. Mm-hmm. I like the scenes in the beginning where there were Rachel's in the house and he's like outside. And that felt very like Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then this felt very like Jason Voorhees. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Uh, scene four. With Jamie's help, Loomis and Meeker have created a setup at the old Myers house, although Seth said it's not the correct Myers house, to lure him back to his abandoned childhood home. Suddenly, the police receive a call from Michael uh, saying Michael is broken into the clinic, which prompts Meeker and most of the officers to leave. However, this call is merely a diversion. Michael appears and kills the trooper sitting in the patrol car outside before entering the house. Loomis tries to reason with him, but Michael slashes him and throws him over the stair banister. Michael kills Deputy Block, who who is protecting Jamie before chasing her throughout the house. Uh, Jamie hides in a laundry chute, but is forced to uh, to abandon it when Michael stabs her and injures her. Fleeing upstairs, Jamie finds the bodies of Max the dog, Rachel and Mike in the attic. Michael finds Jamie and attempts to kill her, but stops when Jamie addresses him as her uncle and removes his mask. When Jamie touches his face, he goes into a fit of rage and chases her again. Jamie heads downstairs and finds Loomis. Loomis uses Jamie to lure Michael into a trap, shooting him with a tranquilizer gun and dropping a steel net on onto him. He beats the trapped uh, Michael unconscious with a wooden plank until he eventually suffers from a stroke and collapses on top of Michael. I forgot to ask. Who is the cowboy that gets off the bus? He is from the Cult of Thorn, which you don't find out until later. So they have this guy sprinkled throughout this movie who's wearing all black, a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. Mm -hmm. Um, And he is from this Cult of Thorn that you don't find out about until Halloween 6. Okay. Which comes out like six years later. So I don't know what the why it took so long if they knew that this is worth what mm. they were doing it's weird mm. but um so obviously that's a good segue because I, i'm pretty sure he is the one that does the stuff at the clinic or makes the call so that the police go from myers house to the clinic to there. um but they don't really tell you that but loomis knows right i almost wonder if loomis did it 
He got a little crazy there at the end. Because he is like, <laughs> okay, not? I know, but like, <laughs> well, because he is like, okay, now you'll come. So it almost makes me wonder if Loomis did it to lure the mm-hmm. cops away because he knew Michael wouldn't come unless the cops. I bet he did. Yeah. Honestly, so it was either the cult of Thorn guy or it was Loomis. One of the two, I think it's probably Loomis. I think I really do think it was Loomis too, but this is like probably my favorite part of the movie is this a good last, scene. This house. Yes. The whole setup. Cause I think it gets back to the, the Halloween aspect of the movie. Um, not the Halloween season, but like the Halloween yeah. vibe, right? From the actual Halloween movies. But I like when she gets upstairs into that room. Although I do have a, I think it's funny that he, so he kills Rachel. Okay. Does he just carry her naked through the streets of Haddonfield to his old house and puts her in the attic? Apparently. Yeah. Because her body was gone when the cops got there after he killed her. Yep. So there's just this big old Michael Myers walking through Haddonfield, carrying this girl over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And nobody sees it. Nobody right? bats an eye. It's Halloween. They just thought it was someone in a costume. They're like, oh, good one, man. Yeah. People just don't care in Haddonfield. I think that's what it is. <laughs> they do not care. I really think that's what it is. But do we get to see full Loomis on uh, on display oh, here? Oh, yeah. It was full throttle here. He goes back to his <laughs> Gets back to his craziness, dude. <laughs> dude, I think that'd be a funny skit to do for the YouTube channel. Is like somebody dressed up like Michael carrying somebody. Like nobody. Just down the street. He's like stopping and having conversations with people he's while like he's. Whistling to himself. Yeah, dude. Just like skipping around. Just Stops imagine. at Speedway to get a pop or something. <laughs> dude. <laughs> Leaves her propped up out by the bike this rack. sets her down. No, he just slams her down on the counter as yeah. he's like paying for it. <laughs> He's looking for a speedway rewards card he's like grunting <laughs> like <laughs> dude that would be hilarious be a lot to do that though um yes yeah, so that's where i have the note about the cowboy guy i yeah just i hate that we never really know i wonder if they were planning on halloween six coming out right after right after mm-hmm. and then maybe it didn't for whatever reason <laughs> possible but it seems like that's where this is headed but um yeah and the cops, like, it took like a decade to get back to the damn house. That was weird because they, and why would, you wouldn't think they would just leave Jamie there right. with Loomis mm-hmm. and the one guy. The one guy. Right? Well, I guess the one guy tries to leave with Jamie and Loomis mm-hmm. locks him in the house. Actually, now that I think about it, that kind of, does kind of make sense because Loomis yeah. locks them in there. Yeah. So really, Loomis is kind of responsible for that mm-hmm. cop dying. He is. Because he was trying to leave. He always, he kind of jacks stuff up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pain in the ass. He's like a well-intentioned idiot. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Like, he's like, because I think the thing is, he's like willing to sacrifice himself to stop Michael. Mm -hmm. So, and then he just maybe assumes that everybody else is willing to do the same. Like, I don't think he would have let anything happen to Jamie if he could, but. Yeah. He's definitely a little off this is his life though this is all this is all he is well at the beginning of four that other doctor when he ships michael out of the place he says that like the guy's obsessed with this this is his whole life if if, like he doesn't have michael he'll probably die which i think is why at the beginning of this he's like latched onto jamie because Mm -hmm. jamie's his new michael Mm -hmm. right right which is weird but I want to know more about Loomis. Like he needs to go on a fucking vacation. Yeah. Does he date anybody? Alone. Like what does he do at home for fun? Is he in a bowling league? Like what does he do? In what the if evening? he is? Could you? He would be the most intense bowler. He, just think he's just like married and has like two little yeah, kids like, at home. Have a family. What if he gets home and turns the crazy right off? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He like hangs his trench coat up and he's like, <laughs> "How was your day, children? <laughs> Hello, children." <laughs> they should do like a Loomis, like a backstory on Loomis. Mm-hmm. That'd be a cool movie. Yeah, 
I bet it'd be non-entertaining. Or maybe he's like crazy. What if he is like a murdering, serial killing psychopath? I see him having like something in his basement with a bunch of strings attached to it. Like, yeah. like a Michael mannequin. He's yeah. like, like a Jeepers Creepers basement. Yeah. Dude, what if they do a Loomis backstory and really it's Loomis killing everybody and not Michael? He's pinning the whole thing on Michael. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Michael's just like a mute, deaf person mm-hmm. that has no idea what's going on. He's just been using him all these yeah. years. And he can't communicate that it's not him and it's Loomis the whole time. So he's just like Helen Keller walking around. <laughs> well, Helen Keller was also <laughs> blind, right? Yeah. Wasn't she? Yeah. Yes. Blind, yes. deaf, and mute, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that'd be rough. Dude. Be awful. I would just end it. <laughs> How would you even know what you're ending, though? Did know. she go blind or was she born blind? I don't remember. I think, I think she was born that way. I think. How crazy. I just don't. I don't know how you would get like get along. Like, how would you do anything? You can't. You can't express Mm-mm. anything. You can't see anything. You can't yeah. hear anything. <laughs> like, how crazy. Like, I don't. It's, it's yeah. like taming like, a wild animal mm-hmm. for the Jeez, most part. dude, calm down. <laughs> but really. <sighs> but really. I, mean, be, I don't. <laughs> think Think of that as a newborn child. Yeah. That can't express anything and can't hear anything or see. I just don't know. Like, <laughs> what, would what you, kind of life would that be? <laughs> I don't know. Because like, like, when we close our eyes, we see things. We've seen things before. So, like, right. Right. we can... Pr- pull those up like in our conscious right but they have no experience of, of any of these things so it's just like a black abyss all the time Unless but i they, guess the only saving grace is if you're born that way you wouldn't know any different that's true It'd be worse right. if you like that happened later mm. right there would have to be a lot of nurturing happening yeah. there like yeah. that's crazy <laughs> anyway anyway <sighs> Scene five, the final scenes. Meeker and the rest of the police return shortly thereafter, and Michael is then taken into custody. Meeker assures Jamie that Michael, who is locked up in a cell, will remain in prison until he dies. Jamie doesn't believe him, however, and remarks that Michael will never die. One of the officers goes to bring Jamie home when a mysterious man in black, who has been searching for Michael, arrives and causes an explosion at the police station. The officer, hearing gunfire, rushes back inside after warning Jamie to stay in the car. When the officer doesn't return, Jamie goes back inside to investigate and finds the station destroyed with explosions. Along with Meeker and several of his men dead, Jamie discovers Michael's empty cell and back door of the police station broken open, causing her to break down in tears as she realizes Michael is free again to continue terrorizing Haddonfield. Jamie's like, oh, fuck. This is such a weird (laughs) ending to this movie. It is. Like, I get this whole cult cult of Thorn thing is introduced in six, but it's like weird how they trickled it in throughout this movie. Like at the very beginning, you see the tattoo on his wrist, which is that that cult of Thorn sign. This weird man in black walking around throughout most of the movie, which they give us no description of what he's doing. And then he's like a gunslinger at the end of the movie and kills all the police people and steals Michael. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. It's not even that scary. I mean, he showed up in a bus for God's sake. Yeah, like why like, did he show up in a bus? What kind of poor ass cult is this? Does he have a car? <laughs> he have a vehicle? Maybe he has a DUI. He can't drive. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he's got party plates. So is he gonna? How did, what they did still he, have those? I think so. I'm sure they do. Like, Shame. So plates. what did he do with Michael? He took him back on the bus. <laughs> yeah, like what did he just stow him underneath? Like. What? <laughs> I don't know. Did he stow him underneath <laughs> with the luggage? Strapped, uh, strapped him back. They didn't think the logistics <laughs> through on this. I did. I think Jess is right. They just kind of just put this movie together and put it out. They're like, they did. here's what you get. It felt kind of thrown together. Yeah. 
So do you think that he just like gave up on Jamie? He's like, okay, I'm going to go with this guy. And <laughs> yes, so. I like enough of this, enough of this garbage. I keep getting <laughs> shot down mine shafts and exploded. And well, like Jamie being like mute through half the movie, they never talk about it. And all of a sudden she can talk. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that was cool. also weird. <laughs> she just got over it, I guess. Well, I wonder if it has something to do with Michael, like waking back up. Cause she was mute. Oh, yeah, because he was action. like asleep and then he wakes back up and she slowly starts to get her senses back which I thought Daniel Harris did a good job through that because how do you mm-hmm. tell some a kid that age to, to act that certain way right like I, True. Think she, I think she did a good job uh, with acting with the acting in it but like I said it was just like kind of weird yeah but agreed interesting uh, anything before we jump over to fun facts with Seth nope fun facts with Seth <laughs> Donald Pleasance Ooh. <laughs> was very vocal about his dissatisfaction with the story and with the way the director was trying to get him to play Dr. Loomis as totally heavy and overbearing. I feel like he, that is Loomis, though. Yeah. Pleasance also felt that the success of, and the shock of the ending of Halloween 4 was not being capitalized on. I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. When Dr. Loomis is shouting, yelling at Michael in the woods, he requested that Don Shanks stand in the woods because he didn't want to shout at nothing. <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, I guess it'd be weird. He's out in the woods yelling at people. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't really for him. It wouldn't be that. Michael! <laughs> it's the lowest grossing film in the entire series. According to box office mojo. Oh, that makes sense. It only made 11.5 million. Only. It only made 11.5 million. Well, the other ones must've made a lot. In 1986. As part of the opening, an alternate scene was shot, but never used showing a man who finds Michael Myers body and removes his mask, staring at it weirdly. The filming of the scene can be seen in the documentary Inside Halloween 5. So do you think that was supposed to be the cult person? Maybe. I don't know if I have that in here. We'll see. <clears throat> Donald Pleasance had disagreements with Akkad, whatever his Mustafa name is. Mukad, yep. Citing that Jamie should have been portrayed as all evil after stabbing his stepmother. Um, Akkad disagreed, thinking that fans wanted to see more of the shape. In an interview, Danielle Harris explained what she thought of the idea Quote, the way Halloween 4 ended, I thought I was going to be the killer. I thought it would have been fun to come back as the killer or Michael's sidekick. I think that too. But the, I think uh, that would have been better. You kind of saw that with Halloween ends though, right? With him and uh, what's yeah. the kid's name in that? No, I forgot. Corey. Corey Cunningham. Yeah. 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 Michael had a sidekick. NBFX <laughs> had designed grotesque facial makeup for Michael Myers unmasking toward the end of the film. The producers told him to do so as an option, either showing Michael's badly scarred face or keep him in the dark. They went for the latter. So they kept him in the dark. Yeah, we didn't see his face. I did think it was weird, though. I think it would have been better had they shown his face because they focused so much on Loomis's like burnt face and hands mm-hmm. and stuff, and Michael was in the right. fire with him. So I think it would have been cool to have seen him kind of... At least like a partial yeah. view. Ooh, a partial, like yeah. a teeth, like partial teeth. Look <laughs> yeah. at my partial teeth. Unable to find a small Victorian house like the Michael Myers in Halloween 1978, the filmmakers chose a bigger, more mansion-like house because they needed a house that could provide wide rooms, hallways, an attic, a basement, and a laundry chute. For all that, yes. Interesting. What about the children's home? We didn't even talk about that weird play they did up on the balcony of the children's That was bizarre. It was odd, right? Come on, guys. Shanks did all of his own stunts in the film including swimming in 30-degree water and crashing a car into a tree at 30 miles an hour. Wow. Narrow escape, narrowly escaping the fire that ensued. Good for him, Mr. Shanks. Was it Don? What's his name? William Shanks? Donald Shanks? I actually don't know. No, it definitely not Wilbur. Shanks. Wilbur. The last film in the series <laughs> to feature a pumpkin in the opening credits until Halloween 2018. <laughs> 
Really? Yeah. Hair it's clip. <laughs> this was just a stabby pumpkin. Yeah. That went I'm on forever. I'm trying to think of H2. What's the beginning of H2O? And oh, H2O. They do all the Loomis stuff. They do all the newspaper oh, articles yeah, the and yeah, the clippings. Get that out of here, dude. The clippings. The clippings. <laughs> the clippings. Michael's mask is elongated with longer and slicker hair, thick rubber teardrop-shaped eye holes. Yeah. Uh, the mask is held together by Velcro, making it appear unkept and shoddy and has an angrier expression than the previous two. It's definitely better than Halloween 4, but it's still oh, not a great God. mask. Like right? the last film's no. mask, the H5 mask received a negative reaction. The eyebrows in this one were heavily criticized along with the eye shapes. I mean, <laughs> it's just a, not a great they mask. They were just goofy looking. It was yeah. like clowny. I don't know. I agree. Uh, the script added two bumbling cops, deputies Nick and Tom, with their own clown theme in the background uh, to homage a scene in Wes Craven's The Last House on the left. Oh, interesting. So there must be a I think movie. I have that movie somewhere. I'll have to watch it. It's not fun. It's not a fun movie to watch. I don't think I've seen it. The old, the first. It's one. really like violent and yes. rapey, isn't it, it? Yes, it is. The first Halloween film to go directly to VHS in Australia. It also took almost two years from its initial U.S. release to be released in that country. Ooh. So I didn't put it in here, but a lot of the, like other countries it wasn't released in. Oh, really? Like went straight to video. Yeah. Interesting. It still made $11.6 million. Didn't say why. It just said... The mask. Just the Aussies are mask. like, we didn't want that mask. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mask. That's not my Michael. <laughs> nope. Michael. <laughs> Michael. My Australian accent <laughs> was on point today, huh? Normally it's not good. I feel like I really <laughs> delivered on that. You did. Thank you. That was a good moikle. It's no more moikle. What if it was? What if they redid this with all Australian people? Like it takes place in Australia. What's funny. like in Australia? What would be like a Haddonfield for Australia? Like, do you know? I of don't any? even know. I'm sure there's, it's a small town somewhere. Get over here! What are you doing, Michael? It's gonna start going into Pip. I think so too. Sorry, there's like Pip always comes here. back. Moikle. Come out of the woods, you bloody idiot. Well, okay, I'll quit. Let's do some HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Um, I actually liked the whole Halloween party mm. scene. And like I said, I I enjoyed the kills in this movie quite a bit just because there wasn't a lot of that in, in 4. Yeah. So, Would you take that yeah. wolfman home with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. She would. <laughs> what about you, Bubba? Uh, the house scenes with Rachel where she was like in and out of the shower. Do you like those? Well, huh? it was like a, rem- a throwback to like the older ones. Ah, you know, terrible. it was kind of creepy. He, he was in the house. And then the last house final scene mm. with uh, Loomis and Jamie. My favorite scenes are with Jamie when she's like having seizures and going like where you can see she's connected to Michael. I thought they did a good job with that. I honestly thought that would have been a really... Uh, cool aspect that they had focused on that more like maybe they think Michael's doing all this but really it's mm-hmm. Jamie doing it right yeah like throughout the movie and then it's revealed at the end that it's actually been Jamie doing all these things not necessarily Michael um, but they didn't go that route what do I know I also said I thought it'd be cool to see a Halloween movie set in Australia so do, do you think they should listen to me probably not I'm not very smart Jess okay <laughs> um, and then also I like the final scenes at the Myers house um, I think that was really probably my favorite part of the movie thing you like most about the movie Jess um, I like that they kept a lot of the same cast. Um, I thought Daniel Harris did a great job again, and I liked the kills. The kills. I thought Jamie was really good. Um, what's her face, Danielle? What's her face, Danielle? Uh, the kills were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's about it. That's it. <laughs> Daniel Harris <laughs> took the took the show for me. I think she does great. 
Um, I would like. She's been uh, kicking around trying to get somebody to do it, but like a, a updated version of like mm-hmm. I know it's at six. Jamie Lloyd is in it. I don't know if you guys remember what happens to her, but like I think she wants to do it directly after this one. Act uh, like six never happened. I think that would be cool. Um, but yeah, I, I like that. And of course, you gotta love Loomis, dude. He's crazy. I do like crazy Loomis. Crazy Loom, Michael. So that goes without saying. Thing you didn't like, Jess. Um, just a lot of plot holes, mm. a bit too goofy. This would have been a better commentary episode. Yeah, it would have I been. Agree. I was thinking six would be a fun commentary episode just because it's so wild. Yeah. But Seth? I said, like Jess said, a sloppy plot. Ooh, a sloppy, sloppy plot. Sloppy, sloppy holes. Wow. <laughs> that awful clown music just really <laughs> took me out of the movie. <laughs> yeah. The first time. Like, yeah, I was like, what is this? <clears throat> and that the house was different. I didn't like that. Yeah, I I agree with you guys on the on the, uh, the the plot hole stuff and like the fact it's almost like they were like, hey, Halloween four was a little slow and too dark. Let's liven it up a little bit. And like the pendulum swung way too far the other way. Yeah, right. Agreed. But yeah, I agree. It and I don't think any other Halloween movie has anything like this where it's that like goofy. Like H2O mm-hmm. tried to add some comedy into it because it was in the Scream era, but like it wasn't like this was like like. Like clowny. Yes. Like uh, slapsticky. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But maybe it was a product of the time. I don't know. Will you watch it again, Jess? Uh, as like a group watch, I would. Yeah, as a commentary, I would watch mm-hmm. it. I agree. I, I think I watched this all. Like, it's again, it's on. I don't just sit down and watch it. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, this may be the first time I've ever just sat down to watch it. Maybe why I discovered all of these issues I have with it, right? Yeah. Because, like, even when we watched it, uh, the projecting, we were, like, talking to bullshit and had a mm-hmm. fire going and we're drinking, right? Yeah. I forgot how sick. I was actually sick that night we did that. I wasn't even drinking. I was drinking. Oh, really? uh, yeah, I was uh, making tea and I was putting, well, I guess Jeez. I was. I was drinking. He's right. getting tea bagged. <laughs> By Seth in the woods. <laughs> yeah, while we're watching the movie. Michael, hey, come over here. Let me put my tea bag in your mouth. Uh, let's jump over to Stabby's Race. We're at every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they suck, like the platform. Other movies get fives because they're great, like it. Chapter one at the end, we'll average it out and give you the average Stabby's rating for the movie. HMC 136, Halloween 5. What do you give this movie, Seth? Like I said, there's a few scenes that I liked. Um, Daniel Harris was really good. Um, the kills are pretty decent. Um, negatively it had a janky ass plot um a lot of things were not explained like that cowboy dude yes a little too goofy and slapsticky for me i gave it a two a two that's a harsh critic but okay well, i gave four a two and a half and i liked it better. oh that's right i forgot you rated that solo that's okay you know yeah. what it's your rating buddy you did a great yeah. job good Thanks. job what about you jess um, I'll agree with a lot of that. Uh, I liked the kills a lot. Daniel Harris did a great job, but super goofy, lots of plot holes. Uh, I gave it a one point five. Woo! You went <laughs> way damn, down, girl, dude. She didn't like. <laughs> she it was that clown music. <laughs> that fucking I, I clown music. It. God, I get it. Uh, you think I, when they were editing and watching that, someone would have been like, "This is a bad idea. Yeah, this is terrible." I think it was a product <laughs> of the time. I really do. I think that it was like it was probably just normal back then. Yeah, you're probably right. Probably. But so this one feels the most out of place for a Halloween movie, with the yeah. exception of three, because it's not a Halloween movie. It's not a Michael Myers movie. It shouldn't count. Okay, but this one. This feels more like a Friday the 13th movie, and I wonder if that's mm. what they were going for. They're like, hey, let's just throw Michael in, let him kill a bunch of people. Maybe Friday the 13th was doing really well when this came out. I don't think that's the case, but maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, I don't hate it as much as you guys do. It is one that I put on every year. Again, we just throw Halloween movies on around this time of year and have them on, so it's mm. one I always put on. So I have to give a little bit of extra credit for that, as well as it being a Michael Myers movie, but I think I'm going to give it a three. Oh, snap. 
And for me, in a Michael Myers movie, that's pretty low. Yeah, because you jerk off to yeah. these movies. So I do. I that's jerk true. off to them quite heavily. I'm jerking off to one right now. Uh, let's jump over to some of those other folks who like to rate and review horror movies. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics' consensus? Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, finds the series embracing crude slasher conventions with pedestrian scares, disposable Ooh. characters, and aimless plotting. I like that. I like that a lot. I think this is a swing and a miss on this movie. I think it had a lot of potential and they just didn't deliver it. just on felt it. like they threw it together sloppily. I I, sloppily. sloppily. You've done a lot of sloppy things. Very sloppy. A lot sloppy. of sloppy holes in this. Sloppy holes. <laughs> sloppy plot holes. Um, Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it 11% on 27 reviews. The Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 36% on 50,000 reviews. IMDb, a 4.9 out of 10 or 49%. Us, the horror movie crew, where you should be going to get your horror movie reviews and ratings. We gave it a 2.1 out of 5 or a 40 three percent really that's a 42 percent but I, I i gave it a little tick because i picked the movie, <laughs> a little so. tick gave it a little tick in the right direction so really we're kind of on par with imdb we're less than imdb actually but um i think that's probably where this movie should be right or right, like a 43 percent right it's not so unbearable you can't put it on and laugh at it right that's very true that'd be a fun commentary yeah you're comical <laughs> aren't i funny so funny flannels i love that flannel anything else you guys want to say about halloween five the revenge of michael myers before we wrap it up Mm-mm. Mm-mm. in that case i'd like to give a big thank you to all of our patrons that give us their hard-earned money to listen to us talk about horror movies and chicken breasts and cow udders and rob zombie concerts and seth's mom's obsession with halloween five <laughs> um, i like the other ones better you should ever watch the new ones well, she needs to go back to the original and see yeah. that one. She's never seen the first one? She thinks she did, but probably in 1978. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so I don't That's think fair. she remembers it. All right. Well, maybe she should do that. Uh, thank you to Aaron P., Colette S., Zach F., Rosalind, Brian Hathwith from the Don't Go Out There podcast, Kimberly D., Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and a Horror Flick, Caitlin Ashley V., Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street and a podcast on Fury Road, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nix. Yes, we are jumping into spiders november i don't know why i said thanks i was i want to say we're jumping into thanksgiving um so our next episode is arachnophobia from 1990 yes it is old jeffy jeff daniels i don't think i've ever seen this really is it a comedy movie or is it like a uh, I don't remember it being a comedy it's a little bit like made for tv ish yeah because it's 90 so it's kind of but it but it's good good it's a it's a, it. a staple in the in the spider. It is. Yeah. Yes. I looked in the toilet for spiders for years after I saw this movie. <laughs> oh, really? Is that like yeah. a scene yeah. in the movie? I saw it as a it's kid. Rough. Yeah. What would you like, do if you sit down and a spider jump on mm. your sack? Just dangling. Oh my god! There, right? That'd be gross. That would right? be awful. Ugh, that in the shower scene always like made me cringe. Gonna puke. But all right, kids. Well, thank you for hanging out with me. It was a blast as always. Jess, I'm sorry I was was so heavy on you today. I'll try to be I'm just jealous because you showed up in a flannel and I didn't have one. We're out of here. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. It's Seth here at KPI 4472 AM Radio. Here to talk about all your favorite political candidates. God, shoot myself. (laughs) Oh, no, my mouse died. Hey, Krubies, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, 
Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all.